TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. We are here with the Pro Bowler, mm. a rookie season for the ages, Puka Nakua of the Los Angeles Rams. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. <laughs> you were just talking about your newfound celebrity here. It's like hard to leave the house sometimes yeah. in L.A. because fans are recognizing you now. It's a little different, right? Yeah, definitely not the same as it was at the beginning of the season. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone is now claiming credit. Oh, I knew Puka Nakua was going to be so good. We knew, and I'll tell you why we knew. Because Jim Nagy, the director of Senior Bowl, came on right after Senior he Bowl. He's like, I tell you, this kid is going to be special. How did that experience sort of elevate you into the draft and the momentum you just got going? Yeah, I, I sadly I got hurt out there at the Senior Bowl, but that first day was so fun. I had so much fun on being able to compete against the best guys in the nation and to prove that I, I, this is where I belong. The, the Senior Bowl is where the best of the best yeah. show up. So I was so excited to show my showcase my skills. And sadly, I got hurt, but it gave me confidence to know like I I, I belong. I, I I've been playing football since a young age, but it gave me the confidence like hey, I'm in the right spot. Have you seen the video where Sean McVay and Les Snead are talking about you on draft night? It, yeah, that that's pretty cool. Uh, so Sean McVay clearly saw something in you uh what's your relationship with uh coach like uh, coach is the best i get a, i get a sub bro sometimes text from him and that's just the best because he's, <laughs> he's uh, the young guy and he's he's uh he's still coach i still call him coach mcveigh and he's like hey you can call me sean you know that I mean, we're we're, <laughs> I say we're, gonna, we're a little bit of friends i was like i was like oh, yeah. but uh he's the best he's so his, his energy and the passion that he has for football and for our success uh, is is undeniable and it's, it makes being in the football facility so great Puka Nakua is joining us. He's the Pro Bowl wide receiver from the Los Angeles Rams. You know, people throw around words like genius for Sean McVay and this offensive innovator. You're actually getting coached up by him. What is something that he's done where you're like, wow, that was impressive. I've never seen something like that. Um, I guess just some during our walkthroughs, just his ability to um, explain something for everybody and be like, okay, there's a this. Let me show you why we're doing this. And when you line up in this formation, this is going to dictate the defense to do this. And then when I move you two inches, two yards to the left, the defense is going to react like this. But I'm also doing that so you can run this route or you can fit up on this block. And I'm like, coach, I just moved two yards. But he's like, it, it just the the presentation of everything, his ability to explain why. And then he's like, okay, so now we move two yards. Now we can run everything from here, and now we can run out routes. We can run out just his. A football genius is exactly how it is. In the walkthroughs, you think we're talking about one play, and he's been, he's been going at every detail, every alignment, every step, every eye progression from each player, um, and 
it was just one play. It, it might have been a run play. I the one I'm thinking about was a, a run plan. <laughs> he went on for it felt like an hour. Like, <laughs> hey, everybody's progression where the one two step where you needed to be, where the back was going to be, how the defense was going to react to what we were doing, and it was all spot on. So he is a absolute football genius. So you started producing early in the season. Did you think to yourself, oh, I, I can do this all season long? Did you ever expect that someone's going to pull the rug out from underneath you, or did you uh, did you know that you could have this kind of rookie season? Um, uh, I definitely didn't know I would have this kind yeah. of rookie season. I, having confidence in myself, and I think of the guys around me, I, I give a, a lot of credit to this guy, number nine. Matthew Stafford is one of the best yeah. uh, to do, and his, his ability to have confidence in himself, but the, the ask that we ask him to do in our offense is a, is a lot, and he takes it on, and he makes my job so easy. and. Uh, he definitely was able to, uh, when he spins that ball around, I'm like, man, I, I'll, I'll be able to be out there and catch it. Puka <laughs> <laughs> Nakua is joining us from the Rams. He's joining us on behalf of Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the NFL. Get to that in just a moment. Um, it was funny because Stafford, you know, is a seasoned veteran in this mm -hmm. league. Early in the year, his wife came out and said, oh, it's hard for Matt to bond with his teammates because everyone's so much younger than <laughs> he is. You're 22 years old, so you would count as one of those guys. How did you guys overcome that? Did you start to do things to really begin to bond, uh, try to get to know each other? I, I feel like uh, uh, one thing I know I try to do, uh, when I, uh, well, I try to put myself in the breakfast club. I, I, I didn't get an invite to the breakfast club. I just kind of showed up, and they didn't kick me out. So I was like, oh, maybe I should just keep showing up then. And so luckily enough, they, they never kicked me out and never told me to stop coming. So I just kept showing up. But I kind of built that relationship. We were talking ball and obviously trying to understand the nuances and build that rela relationship and connection on the football field. But we're also in there all day, and we spent a lot of time together. So being able to understand what it was like for him being in the league and mm. me being a new guy, so us trying to build that a deeper relationship. Who's in the breakfast club? At who and, and is it donuts or what do we bring into the breakfast? Uh, shoot, I wish uh, those guys pre eat pretty healthy. So they're, <laughs> on, they're on a different uh, yeah, they're uh, older, a, a different diet than I am. They don't enjoy McDonald's as much as I do. <laughs> <but> the, <laughs> uh, breakfast club: Matthew Stafford, Cooper, and the and the quarterbacks. Uh, some of the coaches. Uh, the, uh, it's an open room, so the coaches are like all the guys are always coming through but uh Matthew what time in the morning are you getting there oh i'm getting there at 6 30 maybe 6 45 in between that window but matthew and coop there i know they're there probably maybe 5 30 like they're they're there long before by the time i get there normally that's why it's a little bit of the cooler conversations they're telling me like all right we already have this installed you kind of know this they give me the real precise cut up of what they've been talking about for a long time <laughs> yeah what, what have you learned from cooper cup um, patience and building routine. Patience and patience and a routine. Those are two of the big things. Um, patience in your route and patience in understanding and let the de the defense kind of develop your route for you. And then finding that routine. I think of how much that influences everything I do, kind of off the field, um, uh, with having a good sleep routine, having yeah. a good a, a nutrition routine, a good lifting routine, and just trying to find the things that work for me. Had he been giving you advice from the day you got there? As the, from the moment I walked in, before he. Um, was even at our OTA practices or uh, the whatever the rookie whenever the rookie showed up there before he had sent me a text saying man I love watching your routes like you're doing a great job keep keep your head down keep working so it was before I'd ever met him in person and my receivers coach coached me in college and he coached Cooper Cup as well so I had had a Zoom call with Cooper I've been a fan so it was so funny he texted me just out of the bloom saying hey I I see what you're doing out there and keep working so that was another thing of it's just a boost of confidence oh. me like I feel like I'm in the right place you know not all wide receivers might be that gracious you yeah. know. 
it's a because there are a lot of big personalities that play your position. Puka Nakua is joining us on behalf of Sleep Number. You just mentioned your sleep, your routine. You can't really go out much now because you're a big celebrity and people are going <laughs> to want photographs and stuff like that. So what sleep number are you and how many hours of sleep are you getting a night? Um, now that we're in the off season, I, my hours of sleep have definitely gone down. But during the season, I, nine 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 thirty was the latest I was going to bed, and I was getting uh, eight hours at least every night. And I'm a forty five sleep number. <laughs> my girlfriend uh, is a little bit uh, firmer; she's about a fifty five, so she likes a little bit firmer. But I'm a cool sleeper. I can put my side on the freezing cold temperature. Oh. I like <laughs> I get really hot when I sleep, so I, having the cooling thing has helped my sleep because I I would wake up a lot during the middle of the night. So I have I've knock that bug out of my way and I sleep great now. <laughs> 45, I, by the way, I could never sleep with Puka. 45 is way too short. I, 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 I don't think he invited you. I don't think he invited you to sleep with him. Well, we could uh, get dual sides. That's yeah. true. <laughs> we heard your necklace was a gift from Aaron Donald. Now, we're on radio, we're also on video, but for those who can't see, describe this necklace. Um, uh, I don't even... It's my first chain. My uh, it's got a number 17 on it. It's got some of my rookie records and stuff on the back. Oh and, wow! With the Rams logo, um, it your is, records. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, it is sweet. It's my first chain. Shout out to the goat number 99. It was such a sweet. I mean, being able to build a relationship with him and uh, just to be in the same locker room as him. It's it's weird to say, like not weird, but I was in the playing with one of the best football players of all time. Not only in the defensive position, but who to ever step on that field. Yeah. And he. He texted me. He, he said, hey, Puka, this is AD. Let me get your number and know where you're going to be. I got a gift for you. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get panic. I'm like, I'm not home. I'm so sorry, AD. Like, let me make sure I send you the right address. <laughs> Man, uh, he's not going anywhere. He's not retiring. He flirted with this a couple of years ago, but he's all in, right? We're, we're, we're close to the championship, so I hope he doesn't leave us. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Puka, you play so physical, by the way, but you're, su you're such a nice guy. I think I could. I, I'm not afraid of you. I feel like I, <laughs> I could hope, I, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be scary. No, no, no. Yeah, but you play scary. It's <laughs> interesting. Uh, you do not shy away from contact. No, definitely not. I, I'm uh, the younger brother of four older brothers. I have one younger brother, so I did get to beat up on somebody. But all those times I got to uh, be the tackling dummy and I was thrown down the stairs and stuffed in the dryer for no reason. Like uh, <laughs> I enjoy oh, wow. those moments to be physical for sure. <laughs> I saw Maggie, you don't think I could tackle Puka? Uh, I don't it, think you have the same sleep number. I don't think you can tackle him. I don't think you could tackle any of his brothers. I don't think you could even probably hold a candle to his mom. I'm going to be honest. Not in the same category. Uh, Puka, thank you so much on behalf of Sleep Number. We appreciate it, and congratulations on a great season. Thank you so much. Stream the NFL on Westwood One for free. It's sponsored by AutoZone all season long. You can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app, get in the zone, AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you find a fix for free. Get in the zone, AutoZone, restrictions apply. Turning back to the game. Yeah. It feels like there's been a little bit of a sea change. Now, granted, we are here. We're talking to a lot of media, a lot of former players and current players. And while the Chiefs were the early team, how could you give Patrick Mahomes two points in a big game against Brock Purdy and the 49ers? I'm telling you, I think things have come around full circle where now the 49ers have become – they are – technically the favorite of Vegas, and I think people are looking at them that way. Yeah, well, think about the timing. The Everyone bet on the Ravens at home to beat the Chiefs. I, Everyone, at least I did. <laughs> and they got burned by it. So afterwards, I think everyone said, I'm not going to get burned by Patrick sure. Mahomes again. I'm not going to hit that button to, to bet against Patrick Mahomes. 
And then the Niners were not really delivering uh, on yeah. their spreads at all. But as time has passed, I think people are looking back towards the regular season more and saying this is recency bias. Let's look at the whole body of work. Okay, and here's a question for you also. Now, one of the big maybe things I'll be looking for early in the game, and I think a lot of people will be here, is how is Brock Purdy going to look in the moment? You know, against Green Bay in the first half and kind of through three quarters, he really didn't play a great game. Of course, it was raining very hard. Um, and obviously against the Detroit Lions, it wasn't a great game, but it was a great comeback yep. that he led. How does he handle the big moment and the nerves? I got to be honest, that's not the only only position or, or person I'm worried about in this game. How do we think the Chiefs receivers are going to respond in this spotlight. Now, looking it up yesterday, the Chiefs receivers had an 8% drop rate this season. Yeah. Now, that might not sound like a lot. It's more than any other wide receiver group uh, in the last decade by a full percentage point. So it's a, it's notable. They've been good these last couple yeah. games with especially MVS against the Bills and then against the uh, Ravens coming through with some clutch catches. Do they have three great games in a row? I, I'll tell you right now, I'll bet you that drop rate uh, is dropped through the season, and I know why. Think of the Ravens game. Did they throw the ball more than four yards downfield at all? How can you drop? I mean, a Kelsey obviously has been the standard, yeah, the stalwart. Rushy, this Rushy. doesn't. This doesn't affect him. I don't think they they don't throw downfield to the receivers at all anymore, which might be a problem in itself. But they fixed that problem by throwing nothing but short stuff, except for the MVS pass at the end of the game. Right. There wasn't a single and long one pass. good Rashi Rice down the sideline, but that was more Rice yards after the catch yeah, than no, it was air yards. R yes. Rashi Rice had nine catches and fifty yards. Yeah. So they they fixed it by basically doing extended handoff pass plays because they don't trust those guys. So I give Andy Reid a lot of credit for hiding that weakness. I don't I think they're worried just about what you say that these guys are not going to be able to beat the moment in the Super Bowl. So let's throw three yard passes. I guarantee that's what's going to come out. Well and they really pared down who they're yeah. counting on in these moments because you have, you know, Mahomes, Kelsey, Andy Reid, Chris Jones, you know, Steve Spagnolo is a defensive coordinator. You know, you've got Legarius Need, these guys you're, you have real dogs on this team. You're not going to go down in this fight because Miko Hardman couldn't yeah. you know, handle a swing pass or because Kadarius Tony does something bonehead. Now, to be fair, those guys were good in the Super Bowl last year. Tony was. Yeah, oh, I remember very well. <laughs> Sorry to bring it up. but Yeah, but think about it. If you're the Chiefs, you're not going to have Patrick Mahomes sit back there and wait for anyone to run down the field for a long pass because that that lets Nick Bosa get in the game. Sure. You're the, you're going to ball control. You're going to run the Niners' run defense. So I think they neutralize the wide receivers' weakness. I, I I don't even think it matters if they're tight because they're not touching this football. I think Andy's going to control the game with Isaiah Pacheco and short passes. Answer this question for me as we're talking about the game. Uh, the Chiefs, a lot of money seemed to be coming in on the Chiefs earlier uh, last week. Now things maybe have swung back over to the 49ers. To be fair, the 49ers have remained favored throughout this by anywhere from one and a half to three points about. Yep. Is there any world that we can imagine where Travis Kelsey doesn't get off to a great start? Is there any world where the 49ers can dial up something to try to get Kelsey out of rhythm because that's got to be the key to this whole thing. Now, it feels like no one has done it yet, but is there anything up Kyle Shanahan's sleeve for Travis Kelsey? How many playoff games have we seen this? I know. I, he, uh, he hits the over in every playoff game. No, I, I don't see it. I maybe you can't bank on it. I get it, but... Yeah. Well, listen, the Niners have Fred Warner in the middle, Dre Greenlaw. If any team should be able to do it, they should, but I don't see it. I, and unless Isaiah Pacheco really is the only thing they use. That's 
pretty much the best bet. There's no way. It's never happened. Why would it happen now? Well, we got we talked to Rod Woodson yesterday, yeah. the Hall of Famer, maybe one of the great defensive players in the history of the league. And we And he now does the Ravens games on radio. And we asked about what went wrong in that game and, and, and how did Kelsey get off? And he goes, I can't understand why nobody was touching him at the line of scrimmage yeah. you know Kyle Shanahan I know Steve Wilkes hasn't been you know everyone's favorite but they're not dumb you know they're gonna try to jam him and and I don't know if it's gonna work well also what if the Niners say hey Chiefs we'll let you move the ball up and down the field we know you can't get into the end zone because they do have trouble in the red zone sure and the Niners have an explosive enough offense where field goals might not beat them so maybe they give Kelsey a few yards over the middle and just make sure nobody gets over the top. I know, but you know what it's like with offenses, and we're talking about the Chiefs now, and could the wide receivers for the Chiefs, who have one of the highest drop rates uh, this decade of a wide receiver group, could they be the ones who really feel yeah. the pressure? But you know what offense is all about? We talk to these Hall of Famers all the time. Rhythm. Getting into a rhythm, yeah. getting comfortable, and that's what Mah- Mahomes and Kelsey do better than almost anybody. Yeah. Well, I say that it's about getting a rhythm. And then you say Brock Purdy didn't play well against the Lions. How do you get rhythm when you are sitting there watching eight-minute drive after eight-minute drive? So I agree with you, but it's also about ball control. Uh, and I think this game, to me, comes down to who could keep the ball away from the other offense. I think whoever, if you have an early Chiefs eight-minute drive, that's going to break the Niners back. An important injury update. We've got the latest for you and how it will impact the Super Bowl. Do not move. Maggie and Perloff from the Mandalay Bay Convention Center back in just moments. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the Markable Fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Yeah. Vegas, baby. I, uh, <laughs> Once again, I came down on the elevator today with a bunch of revelers who were still yep. mid-party while we were walking to work. But I got to tell you, I related to them because me and EJ are have a wicked hangover right now. I know. You guys are banged up. And the I- irony of this whole thing is you don't even drink. Yeah. <laughs> we got a food hangover. Yeah. Food coma, hangover, whatever you want to call it. It's just marinara sauce pulsating through your veins still. Is it working its way through the system? Yeah. Have you noticed as you walk around Radio Row here at the Super Bowl, people are starting to look a little haggard a little here worse in Vegas. for the wear. Yeah. yeah and it's, it's, <laughs> 
And I was one of them yesterday. And yeah, I, yeah. it was funny. I was having a conversation with Amy Lawrence, who does overnights, and she was like, are you okay? You look a little tired. I was like, oh thank you for telling me that. <laughs> so I put some more makeup under my eyes and put some lipstick on and got to my next thing. You are a new person this morning. I, I feel you. great. I'm sorry. I don't want to... First of all, I do feel FOMO, a fear of missing out, because I did miss the dinner. And you guys are talking about how great the food is. You guys know I love food. I wish I could have been there. I just would have been asleep under the table, like when you bring a child to a restaurant and you like put the two chairs together and they sleep like under a coat. That would have been uh, me. Yeah, yeah you've been in trouble because uh, as great as I love Samther and I love, uh, of course, Zach Gell uh, hosting the afternoon. Those guys were an absolute no rush to leave. And our pal Sully, and who Sully, was the yes, hookup for the the hotel. You guys, if you've been listening to the show yeah. for a while, he's been with us for a lot of Super Bowls. He's kind of our body man, sort of helps us out, extra set of hands yeah. and eyes and ears. And Vegas is his hometown. Yeah, you're not going to believe this, but he's best friends with the owner, every single wait staff, <laughs> everybody who parks a car. You pull up to any building in Vegas now, and he's only lived here a few years. Everyone knows Sully. Well, I mean, that thick Boston accent is incredibly hard. memorable. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, hard to forget that. Yeah. yeah, it's not just that he has. He has a good spirit. Uh, it's not that. It's not just that. Oh, either. Okay. He does a, sort of this Vegas handshake. I think he's tipping everyone, but he's so smooth that I can't even tell. If he's tipping. <laughs> he's there's definitely some, tipping everyone. There's some level of being a man that I just have not gotten to. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that he's incredible. At. I want to bring this up also. You're talking about Perloff is kind of like you're kind of morphing into this different sort of person since we've been here, which is interesting. We leave. First of all, we're about to go somewhere to go see someone. You're like, I'm sorry, I got a bail. I got to go shopping. Oh. I'm like, wait a minute. What? You got to go shopping. We've been <laughs> friends for 15 years. I've never heard you talk about clothes or anything. Yeah, yeah. I was going to save all that for the hour. I was going to tease it. Oh, it's, okay. a well, it's a different. Uh, I don't know. Who we are wanna... you? No, <laughs> things have changed. And EJ knows this. I was walking around oh, yeah. last night. Now, Do you have like a shark skin suit? Like, what are we? I... Things are changing. Okay. Uh, I, I, um, things are changing. Sounds like I you're entered... going through puberty. What's <laughs> happening? Kind of. I entered a new <laughs> world yesterday. Um, I am a different person. Okay, uh, tell us what it is. Do you okay. want to say it now? Well, is I Andrew Bogish standing by? I, the way? I want it, him yeah. hearing all Happily. of this. Thank you. I was taken by two cool people, and we met a third, <laughs> sneaker shopping at oh. apparently one of the hippest sneaker shops in America. Uh, a guy who we walked in, he's like, oh, yeah, let, I, let me show you who was shopping here last week. He pulls up a picture, and it's um, someone named Taylor Swift. And uh, wow, okay. he's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, here's on my phone. And it's A-list, A-list celebrity. I thought she only went to football games. <laughs> yeah, actually, it, it turned out it was at the football game. But uh, she's a regular client of this shoe store. It's called Urban Necessities. So I, I thought I was going to come in there with, you know, Maggie and Perloff show CBS Sports Radio and impress him. But immediately it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, Mahomes was here, you know, LeBron. I'm like, Perloff does not fit it out. <laughs> Mahomes, <laughs> so, James, Perloff. So I said, Mount him, Rushmore or something. And I said, I want to get into the shoe game. And I'm like, do you have a pair of shoes that matches with khakis and <laughs> blue collared shirts? And Anything with like, a quarter zip and uh, some pleats? And they helped me out. And he put them on my feet. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what what is happening here? All of a sudden. I, I think I'm cool. You and I walked <laughs> around like I was cool. The, you went from like Steve Urkel to Stefan Urkel. <laughs> this is what we're watching now. Yeah, Perloff's yeah. a totally different guy. You're a sneakerhead so, now and you're I didn't hip. Know you, you're wearing sunglasses inside. I didn't know you knew about that. I was gonna I was gonna put them on and surprise you at eight thirty. <laughs> uh but yes, I will unveil. I gotta see the shoes now. The audience has gotta see the Oh, what, you wanna see them right now? Okay. Well, yeah, we, gotta see, we gotta see them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, see. It's raining is, outside. 
so I'm not wearing them right now because yeah. these I have to treat. But these these are more precious than my children at a young <laughs> age were. Okay. Listen meanwhile, <laughs> our Elvis memorabilia got crushed in your bag. You couldn't have cared less. But the I, sneakers. Uh, no, I had a choice. <laughs> okay. So these, okay. These are some form of dunks. They have a name that are low Nikes and. They're, wow, uh, pretty smooth. Those are fire. I can't. I can't okay, even. so yeah. the colors on these I would describe as it's a brown and tan and purple yes. with white laces. And look at the inside. I and don't the know. inside is pretty cool. Yeah, it's some. Uh, I think a Japanese artist did this. Okay, uh, but no one sees the inside except for you. Oh, well, EJ, that's not true. Oh, the inside matters. You have. There's, oh, the there's a symbol matter. here on the back of the heel. Yeah, Do you have any idea what that is? Yeah, I don't, I don't even know what that is. It has a name. Is that like a transformer or something? What's going on here? Is that the con? You should yeah, yeah, know no, what's on your own shoe, some, man. I think there's some sort of uh, Asian influence on these shoes. Okay. Yeah, no. I can see a little on the inside. No, it's I, like a I, Japanese samurai type of thing. You have to understand, Maggie. I was so overwhelmed just by being like with younger, cooler people. I had no idea. I was faking it like I knew what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you're with younger, cooler people every day, me and EJ. Uh, <laughs> well, EJ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fair. There was a, this place had a barbershop and a tattoo shop on the top floor. So what's the tat? Show that in the nine o'clock baby baby steps, Maggie. And then it's I a realized, tattoo of the shoe. We'll get to that on Friday. Then I actually said, "I was, I, am I slowly transforming into Sully?" I was <laughs> so Sully is doing the twenty dollar handshake, and I'm giving dollars five five dollar handshakes. <laughs> Maybe I'll slowly build my way up here. There's still the the doors will still open. Yeah. Wow, well, congrats on this cool pair of shoes and becoming an entirely oh, different person. Oh, am I setting a little little jealousy here? You didn't. Mm. You could have come to the store. I, I probably could have. Well, I couldn't. I went to go no. hang out with the BetQL folks over at the sports book with yeah. Trista and Ryan and uh, and Nick, who do a great job on their show. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, it was cool. But also, I don't know how much energy you would have for shoe shopping. <laughs> no, I was not in the mood. <laughs> hey, uh, look, ironically, I and the thing is, I'm already hooked. I was I I downloaded this. the stock exchange uh, app today. <laughs> StockX, yeah. Stock, oh. The stock exchange. Yeah, Carl's at the Nasdaq. Uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> can I get? Is this buy, where the shoes buy. are? So I I'm wearing sunglasses. I was I didn't sleep last night because I was strolling uh, strolling through on my phone to find new shoes. You're hooked. I am so hooked. Perloff's gonna be like one of those uh, celebrities. That's the closet, the walk-in closet. That's only shoes. Oh, I know. Uh, I love it. It's a Maggie and Perloff show, and one of us is obsessed with shoe shopping. <laughs> definitely ain't Maggie. No, it's not. This is a problem because I actually do care about shoes, but I wouldn't call myself a sneaker head. I cannot be outdone by Perloff for the show when it comes to sneakers. Oh, that can't happen. I'm wearing the like I, I'm wearing the Elevens now, and I'm actually I think I've been outdone. Well, your pride, EJ. So we yeah. were at this. We were at this fancy dinner, and all of a sudden, I'm like, Yeah, I'm cool. I'm into shoes, and then. There was another shoe head at the table, and him and EJ started speaking another language. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they were comparing the Kobe 5 versus the Kobe 7. I'm like, what's a Kobe? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, he made shoes, too? You can, uh, put, you can put a nerd in shoes, but he's still going to be a nerd at the end of the day. Go. Yeah, like, Don't like, worry, Bogus. I'm not coming back any cooler. You're like, Michael Jordan? He makes shoes now? <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. From North Carolina, that guy? Uh, Bogus has some headlines for us. Good morning. And, guys, this is exactly what the Dallas Cowboys need, Jerry Jones and Mike McCarthy <laughs> and Dak Prescott and Micah Parsons definitely don't cause enough drama and hot takes. So let's hire a big name, colorful, foot fetished defensive coordinator. The Cowboys have reportedly interviewed Rex Ryan for Dan Quinn's old job. Rexy hasn't coached since the Bills fired him in 2016. But this not the first time he has flirted with a return. I don't remember this, but he apparently came very close to the D.C. job in Denver a year ago. Hmm. How do we make this happen? 
Who do we talk to? How do we influence <laughs> Jerry? How do we get Rex Ryan in that you-know-what bleep show in Dallas? This is Jerry on Sirius again. I hate to say it. This I, Rex Ryan was a great defensive coordinator, much better defensive coordinator. Well, maybe EJ's Jets, he was a good head coach. Yeah, For my Bills, he was never in the building. I mean, that was always the thing about Rex. He was using the private jet to go to college basketball games when you know he should have been trying to figure out how to beat the Dolphins. Wait, wait, wait. Rex Ryan coached the Bills? <laughs> yeah. That, I, I thought that was a fever dream. <laughs> no, it actually happened. Um, I mean... He, this is the thing about Rex. Rex and Jerry, I mean, who do you go to first with your microphone? Mm. This could be the only person who could upstage Jerry. I can't imagine he would let him in the building. Maybe you bring him in to take some of the bullets so McCarthy doesn't take him. You know, get the attention on Rex and not Mike McCarthy. Yeah, but Rex loves that. When the attention's yeah, on yeah. him, this is the only person. I'll, I'll, I'll hand this to Rex. He was the only person in the NFL who could make a press conference interesting. These press conferences are generally not interesting at all, and Rex would come in wearing wigs and costumes and all of this stuff. I mean, he he, he is has a way of finding the camera. Well, it's like his dad, Buddy Ryan. Yeah. Uh, I used to do the Jets preview for SI and go out to their camp, and Rex actually told me, he's like, I do all this to get attention so the players don't have to do interviews. Yes, and I did a show with Bart Scott, yeah. and he played for Rex Ryan well, and said he hated that. Well, he's Bart. Yeah. It, there was Rex Jr., Bart yeah, Scott. No. Bart Scott no, would find the microphones oh. regardless. <laughs> Move over, why. Rex. I'm going to take over. <laughs> this is why he's been successful in his second career yeah, as yeah. broadcasting. But, no, he used to say it was, it was listen, Bart came with Rex from the Ravens over to the Jets to kind of help set the culture uh, for Rex when he got there. But he used to say Rex would write all these checks that we have to cash as players. And they had success against the Patriots mm -hmm. you know, and got to two AFC championship games. But it had the opposite effect of what Rex thought it was having. Uh, he thought though? he was taking the attention, but then the players are the ones who, ha who have to make good on his promises. But it worked to some extent. I mean, yeah. they did have playoff success. No, that's true. No, I mean, his philosophy was generally, I don't want them writing about my players. I want my players to be able to play. I want them writing about me. Uh, the other thing, too, I think you are discounting. He might be a good defensive coordinator. He was in Baltimore. Well, he I won mean, a Super Bowl with the Ravens as yeah, a defensive so coordinator. I, I don't think – I don't know. I, it's, it's been a I while, think it's a though. pretty decent hire for the Dallas. I, I mean, I, I love Rex Ryan. I think he's my yeah. favorite Jets coach. But it just feels like you're going from Dan Quinn, a guy who was coaching in the Super Bowl, and then he took over your defense. He had been a head coach in the NFL. Yeah. He had been a part of the NFL community. And your replacement for him is a guy who's been on television for four or five years. Like that just that feels like Rue Mag. It just feels a little unserious. The idea maybe Rex is great, but he hasn't been in a locker room or in a meeting room breaking down film with players. I don't like the game changes so fast. I just I don't I, I would be very concerned about this if I was the Cowboys. Maybe they like this model of a former head coach taking over the defense because Dan Quinn really turned them around. Uh, it was Mike Nolan was there before. He was actually another former head coach. Yeah. yeah. But that so was it a seems disaster. like I, I don't know. I'm actually, am I an idiot here that well, I'm buying into the Rex hype that, okay, maybe Rex knows some defense. I mean, but look how Bogus even introduced this story. And, of course, Bogus is going to do this with his signature flair. I mean, mentioning the foot fetish. You're like, we have so much with Rex. It's He's already, listen, all great coach. Again, I'm not trying to take away from it, but he, he has made himself yeah. a bit of a punchline at times, you know, with Listen, everyone's into their own kink. Yeah. But he was open about it, and, you know, he's just, um... I don't know. I, I feel like there's so much going on in Dallas. It doesn't. It's just going to add to the circus. So what's well, the difference? Well, to me, so the theory I had when I saw this was all oh, he, he. This is yeah. going to be. He's going to be the interim coach at some point. Like this Rex, thing. If uh, this thing goes uh, bad with Dallas next year, oh, 
you don't think this thing can go bad yeah. with Dallas next year? I mean, it could. Oh, definitely. Got, yeah, a lot can go wrong. Well, I, and kiss Belichick goodbye if you have Rex Ryan coming to the building. Good right. Belichick <laughs> and Rex Ryan. I don't even know if they would be in the same room together. I think there's something about if this goes south, Jerry can fire Mike McCarthy midseason, Rex takes over, and instead of Jerry getting all this heat, you'll have this big distraction as a head coach with Rex Ryan doing crazy stuff for yeah, five right. weeks. And at least that can get him to get him to the end of the season. And then he could hire the whatever coach he wants moving forward. But I saw this and I thought yeah. this is almost as much a contingency plan for when Mike McCarthy has to get fired this year as it is about this defense. Oh, Interesting. Really? What wow. do we think? Do you think he actually gets hired? I don't know. Rob, I was just I did remember I, Rob Ryan was there for a while, so they know the yeah. Ryan as well. And Rob is coaching here. Uh, in oh, Vegas. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the linebackers. Uh, Rob's been everywhere. So I don't know. You could do worse than Rex Ryan. If, yeah, that's if I'm going to look at the, and also yeah. he can unleash Parsons to some extent. Have we talked ourselves into it? First, yeah. I was like, I, this is all, it's unserious. Now we're like, you know what? Maybe honestly, Rex is the guy. This is Dallas. I think the unserious <laughs> level, to get unserious in Dallas, you got to go even lower than Rex Ryan. <laughs> Tony Pollard <laughs> joined us uh, and said that Jerry Jones actually isn't around as much as people think, like day to day. And they said all of a sudden, You'll you see the chopper out in the distance yeah. <laughs> coming to land on the big star, but he's not there at every practice, and he's not hovering over any of the meetings. He's just there game day to take the credit. Well, that is so, great that he's going to be in yeah. draft rooms making trades. That yeah, that he's guy not even around. out of practice. But it's so funny. That made me realize Jerry probably has not made a draft pick in 15 years. I was thinking about mm. that, too. Yeah, so. because they built the team so smartly. Does Jerry want Mozzie Smith to play defensive tackle to help stop the run? That's not a Jerry Jones move. You know what? I wonder if they tell Jerry that the draft's been moved to Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> and he thinks and he yeah. thinks that day day one day two is actually day one. Oh, They've already made yeah, yeah. the pick and he's like, now it's Thursday. He thinks that's the <laughs> second round, but it's actually the first round. Yeah, yeah, he's we'll like, ah, the second round, you guys take care yeah. of that. Oh, we'll take a defensive tackle. Yeah, who cares? Second round. It's like, uh, no, Jared, the draft's on Wednesday. Just no, believe us. He's all in, Maggie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, Khalil Mack, uh, rumors that he's on the trade block. Bring in. They're going to do something. You can't You can't just re-sign people and be all in. That's you what gotta, Michael Lombardi told us. I know. you got to bring in a star. That's what I'm saying. I need all in. I need him to deliver on that. Rex Ryan is not all in, by the way. <laughs> I mean, we need all in. Bogish, anything else? Yeah, for us, guys, sir? that's enough football. It's stupid. It's unimportant. Yeah, and yeah, the Hornets are losing again. Nine <laughs> in a row for Steve <laughs> Clifford's team. <laughs> He's going to say it until you fire him. Now, when you have <laughs> one of the guys named Bridges, one of the Ball brothers, a Martin twin, and Leaky Black, you shouldn't be 10 and 40. So he's right. <laughs> you probably should be 7 and 43 like the Pistons. Uh, they got win number seven last night, 133 120 in Sacramento. No major moves yet before this afternoon's trade deadline, but the Celtics are getting Memphis forward Xavier Tillman mm. for a pair of future second-round choices. Men's number 6, Tennessee, took care of LSU, 88-68. And number 9, Duke bounced back from its weekend loss to North Carolina with a 71-53 decision over Notre Dame. Gino Ariema joining Tara Vanderveer and Mike Krzyzewski as the only D1 coaches with 1,200 career wins. UConn roughed up Seton Hall last night, 67-34. Gino passes Coach K with three more wins, and the Hong Kong government is still mad at Messi and injured Miami because Messi skipped a preseason game in the country Sunday with an injury. Government officials now want to know how Messi got healthy enough to play in Japan yesterday. We need, these, we need these guys in the NBA. 
Yeah, international load yeah. management going yeah. on. <laughs> Hong Kong ain't having it. We need to, we need to get those guys <laughs> yeah, running yeah. the league. <laughs> Honestly, you don't want to mess with Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they, yeah. I, I would have played. Yeah, they're gangster. Uh, Bogus, thank you so much. Coming up, when I tell you this is one of Andrew Perloff's favorite athletes, it might be an understatement. Who is it? They will join us next here from the Mandalay Bay Convention Center in Las Vegas. Don't move. Maggie Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Uh, it's been a wild couple days here, and I feel like I can just take this interview off because DeAndre Swift is here from the Philadelphia Eagles, and I know Perloff has 1,000 questions yeah. for the Pro Bowl running back who's joining us on behalf of P&G, the Battle of the Paddles, doing a cool ping pong thing. But Perloff, take it away. Yeah, DeAndre, I think you were one of the great early season stories coming to Philadelphia. What was it like to come back home to the greatest city, <laughs> yes. at least one of the better cities in America? This has been a, it was amazing. It was amazing. A blessing to be able to come back home and uh, be able to play for the organization like that, uh, build a relationship with those type of people in that building and type of guys on the team. It, it was amazing. It was amazing. So you grew up in Philadelphia. Were you an Eagles fan? You know, some, some players are not in the NFL football, but in Philly you have no choice. 100%. I was an Eagles fan. Who was up. your guy? Uh, it was McNabb, uh, Westbrook. I mean, me and my grandfather, every game we uh, we watched on Sunday, he had his McNabb jersey on, so I had mine on. So yeah, that, was, that was our guy. Okay, allow me from the peanut gallery here because I'm not an Eagles fan. I'm the only one on the set who's not an Eagles fan. I feel like that's maybe a controversial choice, McNabb. I would have thought that it's obviously got to be Brian Dawkins all day. Mm. Brian Dawkins is always the answer. Yeah, that was uh, – I love Brian Dawkins. That was my grandfather's guy. He loved McNabb. Yeah. So it was like whatever he loved, I loved. Got it. Type of thing. Well, Philadelphia's a tough town on quarterbacks. I yeah. mean, you see it every year. You know growing up, unless you win the Super Bowl, someone's going to complain. 100%. Uh, when things kind of uh, took a turn for the worse later in the season, uh, I know my phone was blowing up every Sunday. That must have been tough to watch because there was so much promise at 10-1. Uh, like, it was tough. It was tough to be a part of because it's like we, we knew we had the talent to to, um, to be preparing this week. Um, it just didn't happen that way. Uh, I just, we just didn't execute. We didn't do what we needed to do to um, continue to succeed. We when you're Sorry, Perloff, may yeah. I jump in? We're out here with DeAndre Swift, who is a pro bowler this year. Philadelphia Eagles spent the first three years of your career in Detroit. We'll get to the Lions. I'd love your thoughts on them as well. But, you know, when you're in this sort of moment where the season gets off to the promising start, as Perloff said, and then it starts to turn, does it feel like it's like a, a stone rolling downhill? Like it's hard to stop, something that you can't really figure out what's going on and, and it's impossible to turn the momentum around? No, we always nobody ever lost confidence in one another. Um, nobody, ever not not anything like that. We knew what, what people we had in the building, from the coaches to the players. We knew at any point we could just turn that thing around and uh, be on the other side of it. But it just didn't happen that way. So we've had a common theme. We were talking a lot about the Ravens uh, Chiefs game from last week. The Ravens got away from the run. It seems that sometimes teams get away from the run. You know, as a running back, when you're either a team you're playing with or you're watching a game, do you ever yell at the coaches, hey, just stick with, <laughs> stick with the run even if you're trailing? No, I never I never did that. Um, <laughs> no matter how I felt about it, I never did it. Um, I'm just I'm the type of person I try to make, make the most of whatever I am given. If I'm getting one opportunity or 20, I try to make them count. But if you were a coach, would you – not saying the Eagles, would you mm -hmm. uh, run more for most teams? Because when the Eagles were really handing it off to you a lot, things were going really well. Yeah, if the if situations uh, like if you're running the ball and everything is working off of that, you 
succeeding with everything else. I'm running the ball. Uh, if I was a coach, I would. Yeah. Okay, DeAndre Swift is here. He just had a Pro Bowl season, over a 1,000-yard rusher for Perloff's Philadelphia Eagles. If you are not on the Eagles, remove yourself from the Eagles, would you be in favor of having the tush push, or would you not want the tush push in the NFL? I would. It's, it's, a, it's a QB sneak. I think the Eagles just dress it up a little bit more, do a little bit different things with it. Um, yeah, it's, it's a football play, though. I don't know. I wouldn't try to take it out the game. But you guys, it's such an advantage. You guys start every, <laughs> every drive, you're, you're first and nine instead of first and ten like everyone else. Yeah, you got to try to find a way to stop it. So, Have you, did you find that any team, did, has anyone even had tried to have a little success? They try to jump the you know the snap count. Yeah, they might. They could stop it once, but I don't think nobody's ever stopped it twice. You can stop it once, but uh, twice, I don't I like our odds. <laughs> well, I feel like so, I kind of worry Jason Kelsey is the key to that because you get so low. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if assuming he does not play again, what's it going to be like in Philly not having Jason Kelsey on the field? Man, that, that guy, he, he is the city of Philadelphia. He, he does a great job um, with everybody in the locker room from his leadership to um, just the respect that he has and commands throughout the whole city, um, wherever he goes. Even when I was in the Pro Bowl last week, just seeing how everybody, not even fans from the Eagles, fans from every other team, they just love this man. So. <laughs> <laughs> Will he keep his shirt on at the Super Bowl? That is I asked him that. Question. I asked him that. Was he going to keep his shirt on? He got something up his sleeve. I'm, I'm just put it like that. He got a, a nice little outfit to put on. I'm going to just keep it like that. DeAndre Swift is joining us now spilling some of the tea. We <laughs> like that. We got something else to look forward to at the Super Bowl. Were people on the Eagles hounding him for information about Taylor Swift? No. I don't. I asked him one time, did he ever meet her? But no, because we was in the season, so I don't know how he would have met her. Um, but I know he uh, just met her a couple weeks ago when our season was over and he traveled to um, oh, Travis's game. Oh, the whole world saw how yeah, he met her. Yeah. He met her because he took his shirt off and drank 40 <laughs> beers. Yep. Uh, DeAndre Swift is joining us on behalf of P&G, the Battle of the Paddles. Uh, we'll talk about that in one moment. Mention your former team, if you'll allow me, yeah. Eagle fan. Uh, the former team in the Detroit Lions. I mean, you know, what an amazing season. And then to, to lose like the way they did in the NFC Championship game with the 17-point lead, do you reach out to guys after that? I mean, how does it feel as a former player to be watching that? I was rooting for them guys, man. I still have a great relationship with a couple of guys over there. They had a, a great season um, from start to finish. Um, just see how see how each game it got, it got better, got better. And um, the, the mentality of that team, uh, Dan does a great job with that team. Um, so I was rooting for the team. Definitely, I reached out to a couple of the guys. So Dan Campbell, you know, caught a little flack because he mm. was going for it on fourth down. Even with the lead, he wasn't satisfied just kicking field goals and taking the points. I mean, you played for him. You couldn't have been surprised by any of this. The guys in that locker room, will they? Will there be even a crack of the confidence with the coach because his aggressive style may have cost you to get them the game? Not at all, because I knew it wasn't just him that wanted to go for it. Not at all. All right, one more question about another former team, the Georgia Bulldogs. Yep. Is your running back room when you were a freshman, Sony Michelle, Nick Chubb, you, is that the best group of running backs any college has ever had? I believe so. I, until somebody showed me another one, <laughs> I think that's the best one. What I was think. the practice like just watching those two guys and other guys in the building too? Crazy, crazy. Cause I'm, I'm freshman. I'm watching these guys. It's the way they carry themselves, how they practice, how they go about their business day to day. They showed me what it was to be like, be a pro before they got to the pros. So when they left, I kind of took over that leadership role and everything like that. Those were my, my big brothers. How did you get down from, from Philly to Georgia? Oh, it was, um, I, I always wanted to go to SEC and do mm. something like 
people up from Philly don't really get an opportunity to go and do stuff like that. Yeah. So I was fortunate enough to have an opportunity to go play play um, play ball in SEC. So Georgia was only one of the visits I took, and um, when I went down there, I just fell in love with the people, the coaching staff, the um, the culture down there. So it was an amazing situation to go into. Yeah, I mean, you abandoned Temple, no big deal, whatever. <laughs> I, I think they'll forgive him. Uh, DeAndre Swift is here. Okay, the P&G battle of the paddles. Are you more competitive in football or ping pong? I feel like I'm competitive in anything I'm doing. It's, it's always the same. <laughs> Are you any good? I'm okay. I'm, I think I'm solid. I'm not going to say I'm good, but I'm not terrible. I'm definitely not terrible. Okay, just the Roger Federer ping pong, no big deal. Uh, uh, and what are you looking forward to about competing? Competing. Um, I've seen the lineup going against a couple of the guys, but I'm I'm, um, I'm representing Todd tonight uh, with the PNG paddle, the battle the paddles. Um, they're giving opportunities to the NFL guys to kind of showcase their ping pong ability, so I'm excited. You're also representing Philadelphia. I want to say that. I'm rooting for you. Okay, uh, Perloff also said, and we'll let you get out of here, and thank you for the time. He said he could eat four cheesesteaks in a half hour. Is that yeah. what you said? I, yeah. I mean, cheesesteaks, do you ever have enough cheesesteak when you eat cheesesteaks? It's just so one, smooth. I had one last week. I wanted another one the next day. But I don't know about four and 30 minutes. Do you have a spot? Um, it's a new spot called Taste uh, downtown. But before that, it was uh, Ishka Bibbles yeah, on uh, Ishka South Bibbles. Street. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. how many do you think you could put down in a half an hour if you had to? If I had to. Like, is it money on the line? Um, pride. Okay. Three. How many could Jason Kelsey? That's a force. I'll be sick after that. <laughs> how many could Jason Kelsey take down? Probably like five. Probably like five. Easy. Yeah, like five easy. This will be the next uh, battle of the <laughs> – instead of paddles <laughs> battle with the, the cheese sticks. <laughs> we'll make it happen. Uh, DeAndre, so you can go to Lowe's.com slash PG, buy 50, get 10 for more details on everything going on. This sounds like a really fun event. Yes. Have fun. Good luck. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. And yeah. appreciate you. Yeah, DeAndre Swift, words. Philadelphia Eagles. More Maggie and Perloff in just moments. This portion of the show is sponsored by the new Hyundai Tucson, available with complimentary, complimentary class-leading Blue Link Plus. Now it's easy to use your phone to control your Tucson. Coming up, just because we're on Radio Row here in Las Vegas, Perloff doesn't mean we're not ourselves. It doesn't mean we're mm -hmm. not the Maggie and Perloff show. Thursdays at this time, mm. we explore the multiverse of Maggie and Perloff, the greatest what-ifs and what-could-have-beens in sports can't wait by yeah. the way i do want to apologize yeah go ahead i was being nice to deandre swift the running back room before him was todd Gurley, sony michelle and nick chubb Ooh. that is and then Gurley obviously moved on to the nfl then swift took over I don't understand. If you're a great college running back, why are you going to the place where there are already three future pros? <laughs> well, in this day and age, you could just transfer. I but. mean, <laughs> talking about all three of them would have been in a different school, but that's pretty quick. Can you imagine a practice? Like, oh, here's the third stringer. I could tackle that dude. And then Nick Chubb runs out. <laughs> well, the good thing about running backs is you know you're, you're going to need a couple to get through a season. Yeah, absolutely. But what about the Thurman Thomas, Barry Sanders pretty running good. back room? What about uh, EJ's Miami Hurricanes? The Frank Gore, Najee Davenport, Willis McGahee. Clinton, Clinton Portis, Portis. Yep. all there at the same time, I think. And Jared Payton, our guy who yeah. I see every Walter Payton's son, who's all over Radio Row. That's pretty good. Maybe this is going to be like a summer thing for us. The greatest 
oh. position rooms of all time. All right, well, coming up next, the multiverse of Maggie and Perloff, the greatest what-ifs and what-could-have-beens in sports history. Don't move. We're back with more in just moments. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 